Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Last time, after being sent on a simple assignment by the city to clean windows, our adventurers met Coney Wetbottom, who convinced them instead to steal a magical artifact, the kidney, from the city's sewers. If only they can find it. You guys have left Coney, uh, Coney Wetbottom's Magical Emporium. You're out in the bustling streets of the Merchant's Quarters, and you're trying to find some way into this quest. Where's Belgar? We cut to Belgor. We see him daintily skipping through the streets, hoping to get to their destination before his friends. Unfortunately, he does not know the destination, so he's... He's basically running around in circles five feet from you. <laughs> Does anybody know where does anybody know where the water filtration system uh, is? From behind you before you hear anything. Wait, I forgot to give you something. Coney Wetbottom is at a window that you don't really see as a window. He's sort of flickering in and out of reality. You're going to need this. He throws down a blue cooler, uh, one of those small handled coolers, and it's going to be f- it's flying at your heads. All right, it is going at Phoenix's head. It hits. Don't drop it. Finnick picks the uh, the thing, the cooler. Finnick picks the cooler back up and throws it back at the kind of apparition. It rebounds immediately. It lands harmlessly at your feet. Don't make me throw it again. Just pick it up, Finnick. Mulder's going to look around, see if he can find a sewer hole. Uh, well, the, this is a sort of medieval city, and there's not really... Uh, there's not really like sewer grates around. There's uh, little gutters in the street that empty into the river. Uh, Finnick uh, looks at the sewer grates that empty into the river and sees if there are any that appear to be going in an odd direction. Agata walks up to the river and tries to figure out where the source of the water filtration system is. Uh, you understand how this works. You, you got a basic sense that uh, there, that goes from the river into. There's got to be something under the wells. You have an, You understand that there's must be something under the wells that comes that is connected to the river. So it's somewhere between the wells and the river is where these things would be filtered. Guys, do you think maybe the uh, kidneys in the historic water treatment district, which I'm betting this city has? I'm gonna check the tourism guide. For the historic water treatment district. Hey guys, it, the, this box is colder on the inside than on the outside, and my head, when it is in the box, is colder than when it, it's not. Oh, look, he's got a new helmet. Cold mitt. Agata looks at her fellow adventurers and says, There is some place between the river and the wells where this kidney must filter the water. I don't know why, but I trust her, yo. Agata, uh, you've just noticed that somebody's head was looking at you when he heard you saying that and is ducked, an- ducked around a corner. She heard footsteps running away. Agata turns to her fellow adventurers and says, Balgor, somebody heard us. Go around. Finnick, you're with me. Mulder, yeah, you just stay here. Do what she says. She seems like a leader type. And Agata runs off after him. Mulder doesn't respect any authority and so joins the fight in a supportive role. So you guys are now in a chase. Uh, Agata has seen uh, somebody moving. She knows which general direction he's running in. 
So as soon as Mulder has been told to stay put, he immediately dashes at full speed in the general direction she was pointing. So you immediately come uh, after about 15 feet to a T-junction. Uh, Mulder will go right instinctively for no reason. Uh, so you've gone to the end of your dash. You're running, you're running, you're running. You happen to see somebody running away from you. You don't. You just see sort of like tattered rags. Uh, there's, but there's black boots. It's fairly short, but you see something running. Yeah, that's what I'm going after. I continue to run after that thing, and I shout loudly so that my party can hear me from behind. Yeah, so you're shouting. running and shouting. This way! I think I got him! I'm, I'm chasing a thing you told me not to chase! I'm chasing it so bad! What, are this, what is the street layout of... It is not a grid. It is not a curve. There's just people have just built houses, and then in the spaces between them, roads have come up. Uh, you've just seen Mulder run down what looks like an alley. Uh, comes to a stop, and there's uh, you can go left or right. Mulder went right. Finnick uh, intuits where the exit to that alleyway would be. All right, uh, you've reason that there's probably a way that you can maybe cut this guy off at the pass just on the way that you've just the way that you guys walked into the merchants thing you have a general idea of maybe for how this street is going to go uh it's going to be about uh, 75 feet away from you where this pass is uh, i'm going to uh move and dash in the direction of the exit of the alleyway belgor is dashing uh, which direction is he dashing in? Oh, yeah, he also <laughs> runs. Uh, Balgor uh, is, has, still has a cooler on his head. Uh, so he runs randomly to the left. A large obstacle. Uh, block, there's uh, a horse cart in your way. Balgor expertly steps onto the wheel of the cart and leaps over the horse-drawn cart. And as he does so, the cooler falls off his head and lands gently into his arm. So I got a dashes yeah. off in the direction of the disappearing head down the T-junction and follows Mulder's yell. You are right with Mulder. You're right there. The guy is just ahead of you. You can see it's the person that you saw in the tattered right. right. He is going to try to hide. Uh, so basically, he has run into a crowd of people. Uh, you're coming around. He's in like the fox carts. Uh, you, he goes. What you see is he comes in. You lose him for a second, and then you catch a bit of a sight of the tattered rags moving away from you. Okay. Uh, so Mulder continues to run his full speed in that direction and tries to see if he can see him. You definitely see him. You now see him. He's. He's about, uh, we'll say, 10 feet ahead of you, but there's a whole crowd of people in front of you. Mulder casts Tasha's hideous laughter going, Hey, hey, want to hear a joke? Uh, so the joke is a bunch of bananas, and they're all high-fiving each other. That's a joke. But because of magic, it's funny. And he breaks down laughing and falls to the ground. Uh, this man fall, cackles. He's trying to hold it in. He's just cackling. He just starts laughing so hard. He's rolling around on the floor. Everybody else who heard your jokes just has this disgusted look on their face. Like, you hurt them, sort of. But Who's I mean, that guy? And why does he think he's funny, mommy? I mean, just think about it really hard, though. Like, imagine a bunch of bananas high-fiving each Don't other. Don't listen to the man. He's killing comedy. How could they even My do that? Bananas don't even have hands. It's ridiculous. The local fruit seller starts throwing tomatoes at you. <laughs> the whole crowd is booing, but this man is... But the, 
But there is a man convulsing in laughter on the streets, unable to move. Well, I didn't want to die in the gallows today, but, well, today's as good a day as ever. That was a horrible fucking joke. Yeah, the man on the gallows who is slowly choking to death says that. Finnick runs and dashes towards the laughing spy, draws his sword, and tries his very best, puts on a performance, if you will, to be menacing. People are all now booing around you uh, still. What's all this now then? Is this some sort of mama's thing? Mummy, why does he think violence is funny? People are strange, honey dear. I don't understand. Are you my mummy now? I am, dear. We've been through this. You have two mummies. Okay. We're very progressive here in Tudo. And we move on to Balgor, who ran in the other direction. Uh, Balgor... Balgor continues running straight, screaming, Balgor! He uh, holds the cooler under his arm like a football and just straight arms through the crowd. You run right through the crowd. The crowd parts through, but you're going the longest way possible around, so you're still like a turn's worth of dashing away from them. <laughs> you, it's, it's, uh, it's a circle. <laughs> Agata runs up to the madly cackling figure on the ground. And draws her sword. Draws her sword and war hammer, one in each oh, hand. Oh, it's a troop. It's a troop. It's a mama's troop. Everybody's got a sword now. And Agata looks at this figure menacingly and says, Stop moving, little man, or I cut off a leg. <coughs> Cough up. Uh, he looks up. He sees that two people have swords on him. He knows that a spell is just cast on him. And he just sort of raises his little hands, and you see coming out of the rags, they're sort of gnarled and twisted hands. And under this rag-like top, there is a little goblin looking up at you. <laughs> now you speak goblin, right? So this this little goblin is saying something to you in goblin language. You don't understand what he's saying, and he's but he seems very frightened. And his hands are up. He's trying to stop you. Off in the distance, we hear... Growing quieter and then louder again. Uh, we should probably uh, recognize now that everyone is looking at us. I actually, uh, I don't remember why we started chasing this guy. I just sort of did it um, to be to be different uh, because I was told not to. So, um, so I'm just, I'm just wondering. Uh, is this a bad person, or are we just are just attacking a small goblin who's defenseless? And I feel kind of bad about it. Someone should call the guards. Agata looks at the person who yelled. Someone should call the guards and says, "We are the guards. You don't have to worry." And she turns back to the little man. And, and besides, we didn't do anything violent. I, I just told a really funny joke that uh, this guy laughed really hard at. That's all that happened. Well, these guys have window cleaner jumpsuits on. I don't think they're guards at all. Finnick takes over. Well, you're not a guard either, are you? Listen, folks. There's nothing to see here. Of course we're guards. Look at what we're wearing. You're wearing jump... Well, she doesn't have a jumpsuit. I don't even know... What's going... Why he's got that little goblin there? We're in uniform. And it just happens to be undercover uniform. Things that you might not want to deal with. Oh, he's undercover. Mommy, is that an undercover guy? Shh, shh. You'll blow his cover. Shh. You're not supposed to know, but hey, little boy, he pulls out. I'm a girl. 
I am so sorry. I'm a, I'm a beautiful girl. He Why pu- would you say that to my daughter? Finnick, He's a cop. Be okay. Finnick, Finnick pulls out a bell from his burglar's pack and hands it to the little girl and says, you just be on your way, little girl. Mommy, I have a bell. A police bell. Ring it and you'll be saved if ever you are in trouble. No, 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 no. Please wait till we're gone to ring it. Yes, it's for emergency uses only, but I'm sure you'll be saved should you ever be in trouble. I've always wanted a bell of me very own. And the crowd sort of uh, disperses, uh, talking loudly. I can't believe they were all undercover agents. We just must have seen this thing. Don't piss off the police. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. Fun execution, though, right? Oh, that guy. <laughs> There's still a guy sort of gurgling, but <laughs> everybody's forgotten. Agata turns to the little goblin and says, Little man, I know you heard what we said, so you must speak the common tongue. Speak common tongue or I cut off your head now. Well, you don't have to be a jerk about it. Barry's just doing his job. Agor! <sighs> Hello. Oh, great. There's another one of you. Did this I guy. miss anything? What's your job, Agata says. I'm a window cleaner, but I've... Balgor, not you. Shut up. I'm talking to the little goblin. Oh. I'm a water treatment technician. Have you, uh, have you ever heard of a kidney? Yeah. I'm, watch- I'm watching your eyes. Well, most of every humanoid creature has a kidney. Okay, but have you ever heard of, uh, the kidney? And by the way, why are you, uh, regularizing, normalizing human... By calling it a humanoid. Okay, because I don't, that, don't just ignore no, these no, 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 no. I'm Finnick, a little offended Finnick, by this. Finnick, He's Finnick. a little offended. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Where is the uh, water treatment place that you were running to? Oh, I just, I just, I, I was just running, I, I just came out of the bar. I just happened to hear you talking about I the sewers. I don't believe a word you're saying, well, People Barry. don't really, not supposed to know, but... The sewers, I don't know why you would think I was lying. Agata pushes the sword into his neck to try and persuade him. Uh, Look, I don't think you're going to use that on me because you probably already would have. Uh. Mulder casts Thaumaturgy, making his eyes glow brightly and wind rush from behind him. And he shouts out in a loud, booming voice, Tell me where the kidney is. Okay, I'll tell you. Uh, Wait, I don't know where the kidney is. Also be quiet, Balgor. Are those the guards talking? I see something. Maybe we should go check that out. Do you hear, like, hear the crowd? Is Mommy, now should I back. ring me bell? I think I hear the guards. <laughs> Maybe I should ring the bell. Look, I, Barry doesn't know anything. Finnick uh, quickly uh, grabs the goblin and drags him into a dark alley. You go back into the T-junction alley. Hey, put your hand inside this box. It's colder on the inside than it's not. And the longer you keep your hand in there the more likely that you're going to lose that hand. Agata puts her sword away, looks at Barry, and says, You're right, Barry. Uh, we'd got off on the wrong foot. You're right, I'm not going to stab you with the sword. Why don't you tell me where you were headed? Look, I don't, I don't, work, in the, I don't work at the plant. I just, uh, the plant is... Look, they just, I'm really just a doorman. I'm just, I'm just a guy who punches people in. Uh, I don't see what goes on underneath. It's all, look, they contracted out and these, they're, they're kind of draconic, they're kobolds. They I got a bunch to, of kobolds down there. I hate to interrupt there. you. Is there a job being offered right now where you get to punch people? 
No, it's it's like it's 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 a time clock thing. It's a, so it's a union thing. Yeah, I'll punch a clock. I'll yeah. punch a dragon. I don't look, care. you gotta be vouched for by a guy in a union. It's it's real tough. But look, uh, these guys they're kobolds. They're crazy. They don't let me down there. I don't know nothing, man. Okay, but you could maybe punch in four of us on those clocks oh, and I get don't... us past the door. Well, I'm not I... letting anybody punch me. This once again, it's just it's an expression. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like, on it's a, a punch it's, card. You have yeah. a card that like punches you in and out and with the time. Not punched by a card. <laughs> Anyhow. I find it interesting that we have different holes in our knowledge. Like, there's things that you know that you call me stupid for, and there's things that I know that I call you stupid Don't for. Don't you dare touch my different holes. Look, Barry could get in a lot of trouble, man. Barry, you want me to tell you another joke? I got some doozies. All right, let's go over here, man. It's just it's just like a minute while over here. Just like two minutes away. Finnick, and... Finnick whispers to Agatha, Hey, he's got a kid. We could just steal his knee. Agata face bombs herself, shakes her head, and mumbles, idiot, idiot. Shamefully, you walk along, led by a very, very nervous-looking Barry. Barry, uh, he's, he's a goblin, so he's naturally shifty, and people sort of give him the wide berth, but he is taking great care to stay away from crowds and people. And he leads you around. You pass. You pass back Coney Wetbottom's place. You pass around uh, this little bar, the Pennant Race. You pass uh, Jerry's Wool. You pass a mouse in a house, which is a mouse-only pet shop. I have a feeling that at some point later we're gonna revisit all these locations that we're just passing by and mentioning to ourselves. Finnick uh, sneaks into the store and takes a pet mouse, and then sneaks out. All right, uh, you get in the the guy notices the door. The owner of the store <laughs> notices the door opens. Uh, he doesn't see anybody come in because uh, he's looking behind a counter. There's a shelf. Hey, you drop that right now! I said no halflings in this store. You sneaky little bastard! I gotta throw thaumaturgy to shake the the store. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just get out of my store, man! Vidic hides against the counter so that he cannot see him. We all right. I'll accept that you have a mouse. Balgor walks up to Finnick. Uh, Balgor is stroking a mouse. Why'd you get that? Found it. Where? Street. Some <laughs> mouse. Look! Don't ruin my business plan here. <laughs> These are selected. These are curated mouses. These are vintage mouse mice. Uh, but the mouse in a house business proprietor just has to, I thought this was viable. <laughs> Balgor puts his mouse on Finnick's shoulder. What? You giving it to me? You giving it to us. We friends, ain't we? Balgor, I think we're going to be great friends. Finnick, feeling awkward at the intimate moment that he's having with Balgor, uh, goes up behind, uh, Maldar and gives him a wedgie. Stop it! Seriously, this is going to start to leave marks. Jubilant jocularity. But eventually you do end up at this house that he mentioned. Uh, It looks normal aside from the fact that the windows are boarded up. He takes out a ring of keys. These are the old-timey cool iron keys. It goes into a lock. He opens it. It looks around. Wait a moment. How do we know this isn't some magic house like last time? Like, what? Some like, magic house. Magic house? Like a house where people do magic? Yeah. This looks just as shifty as the last one. 
Agata tries to check for an ambush. So Agata puts her ear towards the door uh, to listen for like the vibrations of people's foot. She gets a daredevil-esque sense of the room inside that is empty. I think it's all clear, boys. There's no one inside. Look, ever since they took on this contract, water treatment has become really secretive. I mean, what you got to understand is that there's stuff that they're putting in the water. Okay. This uh, isn't the pixie dust stuff anymore. I've seen these flyers around. No, that's the pi- well, pixie dust is just one of the things they're putting in your water. You should just see the list. There's also got some lizard scales in there. Look at my got- teeth. Look at my teeth. Look how white his teeth are. That's unnatural. That's an unnatural white for his teeth. I don't want to be like, it seems like your teeth are somewhat yellow. Open the door. All right, all right. Okay, okay. It's down. It's the- He moves a, uh, a rug off the floor, and there is a trap door. Barry takes two keys, puts them in two different locks, and turns them both at the same time in two different directions, and the trap door falls down, and you see a ladder going down into the sewers. Uh, I was promised a punch clock at some point. I really wanted to investigate what makes those punch clocks tick. Uh, Finnick takes a clock off the wall and smacks him in the face with it. So, uh, But when the clock was trying to bash in my face, it actually stuck onto one of my horns, and I just have a clock stuck into one of my horns right now. This is actually like a really convenient place to keep a clock because I can actually kind of see it in my peripheral. So it's just always always like a timekeeper. You know, this is way better than a wrist. I'm going to lock you guys down there, all right? Uh, So uh, you're going to have to find your own way out. Whoa, clamp. Don't you dare. Finnick climbs up to the top of the ladder and tries jiggling the lock to see if he can get it open. Uh, There's no actual lock on this side. Uh, It's only locks from the outside. Balgor puts another mouse on Finnick's shoulder. Two mice. Yeah, I found. Don't worry about it. How are you above me on the sh- on the ladder? Huh? How? Oh God! <laughs> Balgor falls. <laughs> so Balgor just falls. He let goes of the ladder, falls past Agata. This is about a twenty foot ladder down. This is a very deep sewer because uh, the way the wells go, they have to be quite low. As he passes each person, he goes, "Whoops! Whoops!" Whoops! Uh, so as Balgor falls down, he lands into a puddle of slimy, ugly goo that is just full of bacteria. Fortunately, Balgor, as a barbarian, is tough and can uh, fight off the infection that tries to get at him. Good news! It's only goo! Perfectly healthy goo! Finnick uh, believes him and gets to the other side of the ladder and slides down extremely quickly like those cool guys in the movies. Uh, you manage to release your hands at the exact right moments uh, where to miss their hands so you do not fall off. And you slide past the other two. Hey, what the heck? Oh, Finnick. So Finnick does a very cool slide down. Just at the moment in which he gracefully lands, he lands right into the goo. It goes up to his waist, and uh, he now has an infection. It's called schistosomiasis. Uh, if you do not get it treated within 48 hours, you're going to be taking. You're going to be hurt. You're going to start getting pustules, and your lungs are going to fill with phlegm, and things are not going to go well for you. This was this is untreated raw sewage, and you smell awful. Hey, uh. Agatha, up there on the ladder. You don't happen to have uh, medication. No. Or healing abilities. You slid down, you earned what you get. But it was pretty cool though, right? Perfectly healthy goo. Uh, hey, Balgor. Uh, while That's you're... my name. 
Yeah, while you're wandering around in that goo, uh, would you mind just standing underneath the ladder for a second? What here? Yeah, just, just right there. Just okay, just right here. Yeah, you just you just you just stay up like upright uh, and firm. Uh, like, all right, good posture. Not right here. Uh, Mulder climbs off the ladder onto Balgor's shoulders and just sort of like, you know, rides him piggyback style. Right here. What now? What? And march forward that way. Right there. Right there. Uh, 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 Agata notices the walkway, steps on it, and mumbles, idiot. Oh, yep. You're on the walkway. You're Because this is a very old-fashioned style sewer. There's like the sort of the river of goo, which is the untreated sewage, which is just disease-ridden and awfully smelling. And then there's the walkway where the workers would move. I'm actually pretty cool with my choice. I'm this is this is fun. This is, uh, thanks, Balgor. So you are in a sewer. It's dark. There are pathways leading forward and behind you. Um, the water is flowing forward from basically from the way that Agata is looking from the way that you would have come down the ladder normally. Uh, the water is flowing ahead of you, and so the raw sewage is coming from behind you. Finnick pulls out his hooded lantern and the tinderbox, lights the hooded lantern, and hands it to Maldar, who is the highest thing at the moment, and says, hold this. Hey, uh, uh, hey Finnick, uh, next time you light a lantern, you don't have to describe every step of the process while you do it, okay? It's just, it's really tedious. It's really tedious. Just wanted to make sure that I had everything in my burglar's pack, so I figured that I'd just talk about it. So, uh, Finnick has described the contents of his pouch. <laughs> and uh, you are left with uh, a choice in which direction to head. Agata stops at the junction and tries to figure out where the center of the water treatment facility is. She has a fairly good insight on this, so she realizes that if the raw sewage is flowing in a direction that hasn't been treated yet, so that if you follow, she figures that if you follow the way that it's flowing, it at some point will be treated. So that's where the kidney must be. Agata turns in that direction, looks back at her fellow adventurers, and says, this way. Let's go this way, please. Agata says to Balgor, shh, shh. Balgor, please, quiet, 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 quiet. Stealth, 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 stealth. Stop talking. Stop talking. So Mulder uses his telepathy to continue Balgor's song in his head. Dum, dum, dum. Balder, do you actually are you actually quiet? He has yeah, now it's in my head now. Apparently, all right. So uh, you move silently uh, with Agatha in the lead, Balder the second, Mulder's on top of his head, and Finnick is bringing up the rear. So you continue along. You're following the side of this. There's a couple twists and turns. Uh, the smell is just as awful as ever. You never smelled something so bad because this is the entirety of the city of Tudo. The 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 river tends to widen. The thing is opening up. You, you see other... You come to a T-junction, like a, a crossroads, and if you're still following the flow of the river, this is the river of shit, basically. Great. <clears throat> Quick quest, um, and this is just coming from Balgor's head. Would the, would the slime respond if we sang Jackie Wilson? What's Jackie Wilson? Oh, okay, I will. 
We'll give you your love. Shh, 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 no, uh, no, 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 Balgor, Balgor, stop, The sound stop, of stop, singing stop, echoes stop, stop, through the bricks of this, and suddenly you hear from up ahead a vo- language you don't understand. There's suddenly a torch light coming from just up. There's another junction up there, and you see a torch maybe from around the corner. It's casting shadows you can't quite make out. You hear uh, hurried voices, though, and speaking in a snarling sort of language. Bagor, shh, 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 shh. It's draconic. Agata understands draconic. Agata hears, what the fuck was that? Who's, is that Jackie Wilson? Is someone singing Jackie Wilson down here? Agata frantically whispers to her companions, shut up, shut up, everybody shut up right now. It's not Reggie, it's not Reggie, is it Reggie? No, no, Reggie doesn't like Jackie Wilson, it was just a phase. Agata tries to use thermokurgy to throw her voice in draconic. It's Reggie. It is Reggie. That's not Reggie. That's not... Oh, 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 shit. Get the light, get the light, get the light. Get the guys. Uh, so the light goes out. Agata reflexively throws guiding bolt at the sounds. A flash of light streaks towards down the... Down the uh, sewer, it goes around the corner magically to the right at the edge of the corner where the guys. That can't be Reggie. Reggie, Reggie is more of a baritone sound. And it's the, you hear the loudest, the most disgusting gurgling, and then you hear Daryl. She killed Daryl, my husband. We cut up to the uh, the main streets above the sewers. Mummy, did you hear something below us? Should I ring my bell? No, for those are the ugly men down there. Whoa. We cut back down. <laughs> hey, guys, look, it's cool. His corpse is all glowy. <laughs> there are lots of little bits of the corpse scattered along the wall. I don't want to be pedantic, but it doesn't bother anybody else that she did that reflexively. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't wake her up in the middle of the night is all I'm saying. <laughs> Agata runs up to the remaining draconic being and pulls out her sword. All right, so you run up to the T-junction. You turn the corner. There's First off, it's a little slippery, not that slippery, just because there's a lot of glowing blood. Uh, But you see seven kobolds, all really scared and angry and holding their daggers up. There is a wide uh, platform, and there are seven kobolds ready to fight What are kobolds, sorry? Uh, They are ugly, sort of. They look almost like a bit taller than a goblin. They have scaly skin. They look a bit like a dragon. In Draconic, Agatha Agatha says to them, Drop your swords and your knives and all your weapons, or you get what he got. Uh, They spit. The first one spits at you. That's for Daryl. Okay, Balgor, I'm going to be ready to cast a spell. You just walk up to them, and I'll cast super awesome spells at them, all right? Yeah, I'm going to do that in upwards of half of a six seconds from now. Yeah, we're a team, Balgor. Yeah. yeah. You want a mouse? Finnick runs up behind Agatha uh, to just the point that he can see around the corner, jumps and fires his short bow at the first bad guy's face he sees. So normally, this would be a very, very difficult shot because you're shooting around your uh, teammate. 
but because of your movement, uh, the arrow itself is slightly moving, so it goes right over her shoulder. It goes right over Agata's shoulder, and it sort of arcs down right square into the left eye of a little uh, kobold named uh, Richard. We cut into slow-mo view for a second, and we see the arrow just clip Agatha's hair, and one strand of hair falls down. But in a way that layers and it makes it look nice. Okay, wait, you had to tell me his name? <laughs> <laughs> they all have name tags, and every time they get hit, their friends behind them scream out, Richard! Uh, but this guy thing goes into his eye, it lodges in, uh, he reflectively goes to pull it out, and it pulls his entire eye with him. <laughs> it's, it, there's a bloody mess, he is barely alive right now. He thinks it might have touched his brain, but his, his he's in a world of pain, and there's nothing else but suffering for him. Balgor screams a mighty scream, draws his battle axe, and rushes around the corner, charging to attack the first thing he sees. Uh, the first thing that happens is a spell is cast. Baldur casts Dissonant Whispers on one of the kobolds. The first kobold he sees that isn't already bleeding from the eye socket. Is, is there a kobold named Chad? There is a Chadwick. Okay, I'm going to target Chad. Everybody targets Chad. He's like the most bullied member of the group. And that is why I'm casting Dissonant Whispers on him. Uh, so I magically start whispering and it just starts whispering into his psyche all sorts of insults like hey chad no one likes you they don't hey chad you smell kind of funny yeah, i do hey chad even your mom doesn't like you <sighs> you know that guy from work that you don't like he's doing your mom and neither of them like you this really makes chad look in on himself uh he understands that nobody will ever love him and that the world is it's just a cruel an awful place that will never get better. Each day will become worse than the one before it. And he takes his own dagger and just shoves it up under his chin and through his brain and falls dead to the floor. Ha! Chad sucks. Uh, Finnick once again asks uh, why he had to know their name. <laughs> Balgor follows up the dastardly death of Chad with a vicious swing of his battle axe. Uh, the axe comes screaming through the air and takes off a little bit of hair off the top of one of the one of the kobolds. He he's the only kobold with hair, so everybody like cast him aside. But now that it's gone, he looks normal. Is it in slow motion and like one lock of the hair falls gently to the floor? No, it doesn't look cool at all. Oh man! <laughs> but it looks cool to the kobolds who are evil and they like it. There is currently a lot of hair on the floor. And now the kobolds scream for revenge. All right, uh, so. The group of six kobolds, including Richard with this one eye, he's basically taking the uh, the arrow that pierced his eye and using that as a dagger. He jumps up and, because he can't see very well, misses you horribly uh, and slips and falls. And really, that took a lot out of him, but he's still up. Uh, the sec oh, no, Richard! <laughs> uh, the second one behind him, uh, Jerry. So he slices into you with his dagger, giving you a little bit of a stick. Uh, and fall seeing this, they are, yes, we want more blood. We need blood from the killer. Uh, two more kobolds come on the side. Uh, they both try to attack you from either side. Uh, but because they're both trying to attack at the same time, their own daggers bounce off of each other. And they fall to the ground beside you. And then one person runs up, slices, but mistimed his thing. So you were attacked five times and only one hit you. Agata attacks both with her warhammer in one hand and her sword in the other. 
The last kobold who attacked, whose name is Cornelius, he thinks he's hot shit, really. Uh, he's standing there. He had mistimed his attack, so he's uh, his dagger is still on the ground, and he looks up just in time to see the last thing in his life, which is the warhammer, which crushes through his face, and he falls to the ground dead. Cornelius! Somewhat undercut by the fact that she completely misses the kobold to her left with the sl- swipe of her sword. Shit. Uh, Mulder casts Eldritch Blast at Richard, who had the eyeball missing from his face, and he shoots the Eldritch Blast right into that eyeball socket. The Eldritch Blast goes through his eye socket, and then suddenly light emanates from his ears and his nostrils, and then sort of bursts out of the top of his head. Take that, L-dick. Guys, his name was Richard. Yeah, that was really good. That was really cool with his head, too, right? Because his dick great. is that short form. Does nobody else feel terrible that we know their names? We'll know your names and we'll rip you limb from limb and kill you and then find your family and do worse to them. Uh, joke's on you. I'm divorced. <laughs> I'm so lonely. All right, so there's two on either side of Agatha, uh, and one is just sort of in front of her beside the one that she killed. And there is a fourth one just to the right of that guy. Like, they swarmed her, basically. Finnick moves up behind Agatha uh, and shoots his arms out uh, from behind her like an octopus and stabs the two cobalts who are on either side of her. The the daggers go into both of them. The one on the left, who was hit first, uh, you basically... Uh, cut him from uh, stem to stern. Uh, His guts are visible. They're not quite spilled out and killing him yet, but uh, they are ready to burst at any time. A cough would kill him. Uh, The second one, uh, you managed to stab through his soul, essentially. This is the... You've never felt... It's like slicing into hot butter. His body seems to just fall through your dagger and uh, seamlessly that... it. So much so that uh, all that's left is his skull with your dagger through its eye and the spine hanging off it. Take that, L. Dick. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't work. This it doesn't it work this time. It was, uh, he had a different name. Uh, so, so nobody knows these guys' names, right? No, we can check. We can check. It's oh all no! Let's check their names. Let's check their names. Let's check their names. Balgor exclaims, "D Kobold D." That's German for the Kobold. I don't know, Jerb. Hey, I hit him. Uh, he doesn't have time to even give. He almost is giving you a cockeyed glance as he hears D kobold. Uh, but he doesn't have time because as he cocks his head to the side, uh, your axe goes into his neck, slicing his head right off and sending it into the goop. I've got one. Take that, L dick. He can't hear you. His head is floating away. The kobolds uh, take their turn. There's one that's, There's one who looks pretty normal who hasn't been touched yet. And there's one who uh, has his guts on display. The last healthy kobold feels that this is his time. This is when heroes are made. He takes his dagger. He stabs in t- into the leg, the thigh of the mighty Balgor. And goes in just a little bit. Oh. And the other kobold, he's going to try to uh, 
try to crawl away. He thinks if I can just if I can just get to a hospital, I'll be fine. So Agata gets a chance to she just instinctively swings out at him, misses with her warhammer. He manages to slide, but he's going so slow he's five feet away from you. Agata but, moves forward and attacks. Yeah. Uh, so the warhammer swings around and just you hear the clash as it only hits the stone of the floor. Shit. Maldar, still from on the back of Balgor, casts an Eldritch Blast at the kobold that's trying to crawl away for his life. The Eldritch Fury is so furious. He's so arrogant about this that it just misses. It just goes off into nowhere. Maybe it attacks the poop in the water, but it bounces back and just gets some poop in his face. And he takes a little, little bit of damage, but it's just enough to infect his stomach. And his guts spew out on the ground. There's a bloody mess. It's grosser than what's in the river. So I guess I, I guess I meant to do that. Finnick does a cool cowboy thing and puts his daggers away, then rips out his rapier and slams it into the remaining cobalt's throat. There's no throat left as soon as that rapier goes through. It's a clean, bloodless kill because it just kills him so instantly that everything stops inside. Just as he's about to die, we cut to the uh, kobold's point of view. We see him looking up at our adventurers. Balgor takes a step forward and nonchalantly tosses a mouse on his head. <laughs> Friend? The last thing he feels is the soft fur of the mouse as the light goes out. Hey guys, we killed all the kobolds. Let's recite all their names now. There was Richard <laughs> and Cornelius and, and, and Chad. Yeah. Uh, b- 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 I think there was a Daryl. Daryl was in shut there up, for sure. Shut up! We've got to find the kidney. I feel terrible. Our heroes have just destroyed a group of unionized public servants. Uh, they stand victorious, covered in blood, covered in glory. Uh, but still, they search for the kidney. Shall they find it next time, or will they just go and will they just go and kill more hardworking people trying to get ahead in this tough world of ours? Take that, El Dick. This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Starring John Richardson as Balgor the Barbarian, Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric, Maddox Campbell as Maldar the Warlock, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller, theme by Derek Baldwin, edited by Maddox Campbell, created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell. Opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>